Welcome to another episode of Two Shot Tuesday. I say it every week. I'm Jason Riley. With me every single week, Barry T. Nixon. Hey, Barry. I say it every week, too. How's it going, Jay? I've noticed that. I got to stop doing that. I mean, I'm listening back to our old episodes because it's my favorite podcast, and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I got to stop doing that. This has now become a crutch. I'm glad it made it to the top of your list because, you know, several episodes ago, you were talking about favorite podcast. We were just under Smartless, so we have climbed up. We've climbed up. Yeah, this past episode uh, of Smartless, it was okay, but it wasn't yeah. great. Okay. So I think we overtook them, but I mean, they got big, big names, Jay. So yeah, yeah. Have you been, have you been listening? Have you been of listening? Of course. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of the back catalog. In fact, yeah, I went way too. back and I just listened to, or I'm in the middle of listening to Ryan Reynolds, which is pretty funny. Oh, that one's great. Yeah. Uh, Conan, and, Conan, have you heard that one yet? No, I haven't heard Conan. Um, okay. uh, Ricky Gervais, I listened to. Yes, that, that one's was great. really good. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld is not a great podcast guest. He's not the most interesting guest on podcasts and interviews even. Have you noticed that? Did you listen to his? I did. And I I kind of felt the same way. I was expecting him to be more humorous, but he was sort of just kind of matter of fact, which is fine. But yeah, I mean, it's Jerry Seinfeld, for heaven's sake. Well, that's it. I think he goes out of his way to be matter of fact. Like he always he's very consistently not that entertaining on like it's not boring. It's not a horrible experience, but it's just not what you're you go in expecting this Jerry Seinfeld experience and you don't get it. You don't get what you get on stage, which costs money to see. And Smartless is free. This is a good point. Mm-hmm. Very good point. I'm bringing a new beverage uh, to the show tonight. It's a cider. I don't usually drink cider, but this no. was left over uh, in my fridge from a previous visit of mm-hmm. a buddy of mine. And uh, I just happened to be hiding behind the pickles. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, here it is. It's Collective Arts Cider. And it's made, it's gluten-free uh, for some of our listeners that may be important. Yeah. Just 6% alcohol and brewed in Hamilton, Ontario. So, okay. Ticks all the boxes. Have you tasted it yet? Not yet, but uh, when I opened the can, Jay, it was just an absolute blast of like Granny Smith apple just coming at you. That's what you want out of Hamilton. Take a taste right now. Yeah, I'm going to give it a taste. Ooh, that's... uh, That is tart. Tart. So it tastes like Granny Smith apples too. It really does. You know what's funny? These things typically have a, a lot of hidden sugar. Uh-huh. But it doesn't taste like it. So where are they hiding it, Jay? Because it's not in the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's really deceptive. It's in the artwork on the can, and which is nice artwork. <laughs> it's it's got to be. <laughs> Pure cane so, sugar painted. That's how they painted that can. Pure cane sugar. That's hilarious. And then it just absorbs through the hand while you're holding onto it, I guess. This is a drink. Wow. This is so, multi-level. How are you what rating you? this? How am I rating it? Yeah. Uh, first impressions are okay. Am I going to rush out and get it? Ask me when I'm about halfway through, but first impressions, okay. Okay. What about you? You got something new, I think, on your end. No, I have nothing new. I've got classic vodka, water, and country time lemonade. That has become your signature. I love it. Shame on me. Sometimes what I do now is I have, just to continue with complete fake stuff that goes in this drink, um, that real lime squeeze, you know, the real lime? Right. A little squeeze of real lime in there too. Now the real lime, lime that comes in the plastic that you can uh-huh. that looks like a lime and you just unscrew the top and give it a squeeze. Yeah, yeah. Plastic that- country time lemonade, plastic real lime, <laughs> lemon lime. That actually makes me think of something. Okay. Have, I was thinking of this the other day. Have you ever craved a sprite? Uh, not that I can remember. No. I think, does I? I wonder if anybody ever craves a sprite. Like it's the lemon lime flavor. That's what made me think of it now. And I yeah. was thinking. 
like I've so, I've really wanted a you know Coke or like I've really wanted a Pepsi, but I've never in my life really wanted a Sprite or a Seven Up. Wait a minute, you said you've really wanted a Pepsi. That's something I've never craved is a Pepsi. In fact, I've rarely seen anyone drink one. And you just said that you sometimes crave a Pepsi. This is interesting. I, I grew up on Pepsi. We were ah. a Pepsi household. And so wow. I moved to Diet Pepsi before even Diet Coke. I, I really maneuvered over to Coke Zero because it was the first one that kind of tasted like Coke. Now we've done the whole taste test. We know mm -hmm. new Coke Zero was there. So yeah, I always would default to Pepsi. Well, you're a Pepsi household. So is that still the case today? Like, are your folks still yeah. drinking Pepsi? Yeah, they don't drink as much of it as they used to, but right. that was always Pepsi in the house. My dad could taste wow. the difference. And dad sets the tone, at least in our household. He would set yeah. the beverage of choice that would impart on me. And in fact, he drank rum. So rum and Pepsi for him became rum and diet Pepsi for me. It's amazing. Yeah. The apple truly doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? No, unless it's going to go into a delicious apple tasting uh, cider. You know, two sips in, I'm warming up to it, Jay. I'm <laughs> warming sips. up. It's only two sips, but it's good. It does have that tartness that you want in a cider, not like a Strongbow, yeah. which really has a, a you know yeah. a blast of sweetness or growers. Uh, is, oh I guess that's God. the real extreme of, of how sweet it can get. But uh, yeah, Collective Arts, not, not too bad. The growers that take me back to the 90s Ooh. on that one. That oh plastic my God. jug that you'd get from the LCBO, that was good for a cheap drink. That was uh, diabetes just waiting. Yeah, awful. To happen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, why don't we have a more pleasurable drink in the form of shot number one? I and like I, where your head's at. I've got something for you right after this, a very important thing I want to show you on the podcast. I'm going to show wow. you something. Yeah. Okay. We don't usually do visuals here on the show, Jay. So this is going to be taking some, uh, I'm going to have to use the power of description to let yes. our listeners know exactly what it is you're about to unfurl. <laughs> listeners, Jay, he looks excited. I know what that face looks like. I, I don't know what's coming except for shot number one. So let's just, this is what we're doing first. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Shot number one, Jay, it's a bit of a heavy pour. I'm just Gonna be honest with you, it's a Jameson Black Barrel. What oh, have you got? One of your favorites, and uh -huh. I am uh, in the Jameson family. One of my favorites, value for dollar, classic Jameson. I love it. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, you're getting. It seems to be interacting with the cider in an odd way. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse oh. me. I'm not sure, uh, listeners. Uh, I wouldn't recommend perhaps the cider and a nice Jameson going together because I don't know. I, I usually don't get that uh, tremor, certainly not with Jameson Black Barrel, one of the smoothest whiskeys ever conceived of. Yeah. That just happened. When you put it with the uh, cider, it almost makes the, we call it the Kilbegan tremor. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's patent pending as well, right? Like, <laughs> we're we're going to trademark that. Yeah. Uh, that is something. All right. Can I show you something? Here's yes, I have something please. to show you. So uh, some time ago on our podcast, several episodes back, we talked mm -hmm. about how you did not attend the movie Morbius. And we talked about it because you were not. Yeah, that's right. That Morbius. was a hard bail. It was a, yeah, hard, bail. a hard bail. And that got me thinking because you asked me about Morbius and comics. And mm -hmm. I remembered that I have had all of my life because it was my brother's at one time, a copy of the first Morbius comic book. And I have it here. It is wow. it. the worst condition. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, I can see it. Like the barely 
like the cover's barely on it. The cover's technically not even on it, but it is the first issue of Morbius. There's Morbius. There's Spider-Man. He's got six arms. Yeah. This is the first step from 1971 with Morbius. So this is that's insane. Absolute tatters. Absolute tatters. This thing is worthless. So I did a quick little check on eBay today. Uh, in pristine condition, this is a $20,000 comic book. Are you serious? I'm serious. In pristine condition. Now, I've looked at ones that are even in good condition. That would be like, uh, they call it like a 7 out of 10. A pristine is a 9.5 out of 10, sort of. And that was worth a 1000 Like, that's how much the value drops. So this thing is toilet paper. But I have it. And then under it, that was Spider-Man 101. Again, in similar ripped off cover i have you know the punisher everybody yes. knows the punisher. this is spider-man 129 from 1970 something and the cover is ripped off completely and the pages are i think my brother even cut like stuff out of the ads there's a there's a charles atlas ad tough guy in the beach ad spider-man <laughs> getting his ass kicked on page one. First issue of the punisher who is now a big time you know star of uh comics and uh he had his own netflix series uh, $17,000 uh, in pristine condition. So these wow. are comics that treat your comics right, kids. That's what I'm saying. Treat your comics right. But it's nice to have them. And I never threw these ones away. And I have kept them with me. I have a few other ones that are in just as awful condition. I'll let you know if any of them were ever worth money. But these are not. So how's the time machine coming along? Are you almost finished? Because I feel like you. the first stop is going to be going back to your brother as a kid and yeah. saying, hands off. Yeah. I'll take these, buddy, because you yeah. don't know what you got. You have collections horror stories. These are my collectibles horror stories. It's kind of sickening uh, when you tell me those sums of money, 20 yeah. grand. Uh, wow. Yeah. That uh, And listeners, Jay isn't kidding when he said that these are in tatters. This, this, these books are, are, they've seen better days. It looks like they've yeah. been chewed on uh, you by know a what? dog or something. I'm going to take a screen grab because this captures, our videos are captured. I'm going to take a screen grab. And I'm going to put yeah. these on our Instagram photos so that our listeners, listeners go on. It's Instagram just going to break more hearts. And yeah. just, I'm going to show it there so the world can see it. I will grab some screen grabs of these tatters. But, yeah, please uh, put an advisory, though, that some viewers uh, might find these images offensive. Yeah, and shocking. I watched a video, which was like uh, Rob Peeps, the movie guy, sent it over, which was basically just like a catch up, a Coles notes, a consolidated uh, not even 30 minutes, maybe 25 minutes of WandaVision. Just yeah. explaining everything. Because I'm not going to sit there and I, I know I'm not going to watch it all the way through. But this was really good. Okay. Uh, nice consolidation. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know whether you have I've or seen not. seen it. I really you have seen it. it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good way to get a nice summary of a show that even though I watched it, I've forgotten some of it. And, you know, if I want to catch up on the character, I can. You know, I hope that someone does this with some old shows from the 80s. Like, wouldn't you like to have a full catch up on the entire A-team, for example, or the whole Night Rider. Yeah. Just give me everything in 30 minutes, all the, all the high points. You just reminded me of something. When I was a kid on, I think it was Global, between like 11.30 and 12 or something at night, they would run Night Rider, but they would edit the episode to 30 minutes. They wouldn't run part one one night and part two another night because it was an hour long show. They would mm-hmm. edit. Somebody was in charge of editing an hour-long episode into 30 minutes and trying to make a cohesive show out of it. And they failed every time, but I used to watch it. <laughs> it was terrible. Characters you didn't know. All of a sudden, it would be the mystery would be solved and they would just cut everything out and they would cobble it down. But they did that with Knight Rider. 
Wow, that is job creation for somebody. Yeah, it was on global in the, <laughs> it would be the 80s, I guess, or maybe very early 90s because I yeah. was staying up till, it was to bridge between like the news and Saturday Night Live or something or the news and David Letterman or something. They had a half an hour to kill. And for some reason, they would heavily edit Knight Rider from an hour show to a half hour show in that time slot. So not only are they, uh, they're, they're, they're murdering time, they're murdering an episode as yes. well, it sounds like. Why yes. would you even bother doing that? I'd rather watch uh, you know, a Ron Popeil's new food dehydrator for 30 minutes, you Something. know, some kind of infomercial. Yeah. The best sock in the world. Like, I'd, Wouldn't that be more interesting than watching totally. or a show like, like that get butchered? Or like buy a half hour show. Like they used to run Benny Hill in that time slot too. So sometimes it'd be, remember Benny Hill? Uh, of course. Benny Hill. Who doesn't yeah. remember Benny? And then every once in a while it'd be Knight Rider and they do this with Knight Rider. So like, just get a facts of life. Get yourself a different strokes. Pop in a family ties. Put something in that's a half an hour. You mentioned family ties. That was one thing I noticed in the WandaVision mashup. It looked like they were using the family ties set. And when they were setting the show in the 80s, it almost looked like the same set. Yeah, that's they did that. Like the Keaton's yeah. house. Was that kind of, that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I would recommend watching that series. Towards the I, end. I feel like I've seen it now. I mean, okay. watched the mashup. The mashup gives you everything, Jay. It just gives you everything. And all you need to do is put in 30 minutes. It's perfect. You know what else is perfect? Shot number two. Shot number two. I took the words out of your mouth. <laughs> yes, you did. For shot number two, I am taking it right back to the classic. Jameson classic. Beautiful. And I'm doing the same thing, only with the black barrel. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I think it is a combination, Jay, of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the cider and the whiskey. Uh, they, they're not really getting along too well. No. Uh, Describe it for me. What's <laughs> I happening? I just feel like it's just not as smooth as, as what I'm used to. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. You know, that's bad news. I have some other bad news that happened this week. Oh, good. <laughs> it's, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you. I had three pairs of underwear fail on me this week. Fail as in like the crotch ripped. blew out or? Yeah. yeah, yeah ripped, wow. Ripped. Like the three pair, like one, two, three, and rips in like different spots. One at like the, the seam at where the band goes, uh -huh. one in the crotch, like and all of a sudden, what were you was, doing? Uh, like, were these consecutive days or what was going on? I know you've been doing a lot of renovations in the home. Maybe, maybe these I've are construction related. Yeah. <laughs> I've been catching things on the underwear. It's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. The only thing I can huh. think of is because with the pandemic, a lot of things I've been buying online, I, I probably bought three at the same time and they've been in the same circulation that, you know, it's time for them to fail. But it seemed pretty, you know, bang, bang, bang. It was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're down. Suddenly, I'm ordering. I'm back on. I'm, I'm ordering because I need, I got to have coverage to keep me getting me through the week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you this ever had is a that? real problem. I've never had three pair of underwear fail in consecutive days. This is something, this is something that uh, Amazon should be made aware of. Although you, you did say you've had them for about two years. No, no, maybe about a year, but yeah, probably yeah, about a year because they are definitely in the pandemic when it happened. So I could see them going. I've just, I've never had them go bang, bang, okay. bang socks I've had. Okay, let's go a little deeper. Yeah. What kind of underwear? Are we talking cotton underwear? Are we talking like the briefs? Are we talking boxer? Are we talking boxer briefs? Are we talking, yeah, what are yeah. we talking here? I'm like a boxer briefs trunk guy. So it's right. like the boxer briefs, but they're up a bit higher. Exactly. And it's got yeah, the yeah. ballpark housing for your junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's separated. So there's yeah. no chafing. That's okay, right. so those there's... should last longer. Those are, you know, that's a higher quality yeah, so... undie. It should, and they certainly shouldn't go one, two, three. That's shocking. When that when day three hit, I was 
I was worried the entire assortment was going to fail. <laughs> you thought you were being pranked or something. Like, yes. what the hell is going on here? You're, you're searching the mini mansion for cameras. Exactly. Who's doing this? <laughs> Who's, Who's doing, doing this to me? <laughs> is Aston Kutcher here? Am I being punked? What's happening? <laughs> that is unreal. Yeah. So it happened. But luckily, I got a new order in. We've got replacements. <laughs> they are yeah. here now. Big so relief, listeners. Yeah, because I was worried that everything was going down. And we're okay Have you now. ever been forced to go commando? for a day i have not and i don't Never. think no not not to my knowledge so i'm gonna go with no <laughs> i'm gonna go with no have you let, let, let's, let's go a little bit deeper let's okay. go into the deep recesses of your mind deeper there's got to be a time maybe when you were a kid like you were in uh you know boy scouts or something yeah something no maybe because I can, I can think of a time when I, I had to go commando. I'm not proud of it, but it well, did happen. Tell me about this time. Well, it would, it, you know, uh, it was a camping trip, uh, you know, oh, uh, in Cubs. And uh, I failed to pack the, as a kid doesn't necessarily think of how many pairs of underwear mm. they may need for yeah. a couple of overnights. And as it turns out, uh, I had a, a, an underwear fail, much oh. like what you had. And so next thing you know, I'm like, well, what am I going to do here? The thing... Is like the waistband snapped, so there's not, not even any ability to like <laughs> have it affixed to you in any way. So was, right. I had to go commando. Not proud of it, but you know, it's just us here. So that's right. It's fine, right? Yeah, you did okay. it. You All know, right. you overcame that. And so I had to, Jay. I had really no other choice. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you're out in the bush, uh sometimes you gotta, I don't know. I mean, what do animals do when their underwear fails? I don't know. Exactly. I had to do the same thing they do. But I bet you learned a valuable lesson. I bet you every time you go on a vacation, you always pack enough underwear that you need plus a couple extra pair. I always like to keep a couple extra in the tank, yeah. Jay, just Me in too. case. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. When I travel on a plane, there's always a pair folded up in a in my knapsack too. So if things are checked, I'm never without because wow. if anything goes missing. I did have my luggage go missing one time on a trip for just the day. It came later that night, but it was like, oh, okay, that could be an issue if it ever goes for a night. Yeah, I don't want the same smart. Yeah. So now it's always because it folds up small. And um, yeah, and so it it goes into like a little corner of the backpack. It's always there. (laughs) It's always there. It's kind of it's just there. It's just in that backpack. So every once in a while, probably every few years, I'll take it out and wash it because it never gets warm. And then boom, (laughs) back in the backpack. You just leave it in there? It forever. It's, a, it's just there. Yeah, it's you part forget of the backpack. It. You forget about it. And then if you ever need it, you're happy you got that backpack. Now I don't carry a backpack around with me all the time. I was gonna say, do you bring this when you're going to the grocery store? Like you have your, your, no, your just your on a plane. Just, just case, on a plane. Just on a plane. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you ever decide to list that backpack on Kijiji, you might want to do a do a walkthrough. You're right. So someone doesn't inherit your undies. But yeah. hey, maybe it, that would be seen as a bonus. True. And they're not gonna rip because they've probably rarely been worn, if ever. They just live <laughs> in the backpack. That's a yeah. top tip for you. Yeah, it really is. That is yeah. that's a good one. I'm going to do right. that next time we get on an airplane. Okay, well, I was going to touch on uh, you know uh, hot tubs through the centuries because uh, I, I know that this is a favorite topic for both you. And every time we get together, we want to talk about hey, what's your favorite hot tub experience? So, well, 1900. What Tell yeah. me about it from 19 and 1700. Let, let's cast our minds back to maybe the guys who came up with the very first hot tub. Yeah. How hot was it? How hot was it? And I guarantee, well, I shouldn't say I guarantee. Do you think it was a man who came up with this or mm. a woman who came up with the idea of a hot tub? Like with the, with the jets, let's, oh, let's with not the jets. go, let's, let's not go back to like the stone age. Let's go 
maybe okay. like, I don't know, middle seventies. Maybe that's when the jets came into play. Yeah. I think because yeah, I think a woman was smart enough to warm up water and then a guy took yes. it over and then made it very complicated with jets. That's what I think happened. Made it better in this case. Okay. Made it better. Often they will screw things up, but in the case of the hot tub, the jets. Yeah. And it had to be a powered, game changer. And then all of a sudden it became a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I think then you got to get lights. Then you got to get speakers. Yeah. Embedded in the seats and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a whole thing now. Yeah. And then all these chemicals and stuff that had to go and treat the water because now everybody's in the hot tub. So you got to keep that clean. You do because it's a human soup when you're all in there together. It really is a human yeah. soup. And sometimes it can get a bit foamy. Uh, yeah. A recent hot tub experience I had, uh, <laughs> me and my buddy Brad suddenly noticed that there was a lot of foam, like almost too much as if we had somebody had dumped some detergent uh, into the hot tub with us. So it well, like, started it? gathering in the middle. He said it was just like our, the soap from our own bodies. Oh, come on. That, soap from your own bodies? That, that's what he claims. Really? I, I, I thought that makes sense. I mean, even though we both rinse, uh, you know, like you take a shower, you rinse yourself off. You don't just throw soap on and <laughs> no. throw your shirt on over top, right? I mean, I don't do that. Do you do that, Jay? I don't no. do that. Okay, you don't do that. Good. And I'm not going to start. Yeah. But anyway, that's that was his theory. And, uh, you know, we were pretty buzzed. So it seemed plausible. So we just okay. said, yeah. Thank you for saying that. That now just shows how clean we were. That there was so much soap being was coming off of us. I don't know. I think that's our show for this evening, Jay. I do too. Th- thank you for allowing me to end it on a high note. Hey, you always do. <laughs> always do. Oh boy. Speaking of high notes, I hope you guys, listeners, are checking out uh, Instagram because Jay's been doing an amazing job, as he always uh, is, uh, with putting out some quality content for you to consume. Yeah. And uh, we invite you to. <laughs> he just showed the Morbius tatters yeah. once again. Yeah, I'll this put those is the, up. I'm going to put those up. It's a rough book. It's a real rough book. Yeah, it is. We'll be with you again next week, each and every Tuesday. It's like I said before, it's the one thing you can count on. Cheers. Cheers. Jay, good to see you. Good night.